This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. The best things in life, they come in twos. Two scoops of ice cream, two tacos. And now for a limited time, get our best deal of the year. Buy any phone when you switch to Consumer Cellular and get two months of service free. That's right, the same fast, reliable nationwide coverage as Big Wireless, now with two months free. Proof the best things in life really do come in twos. Visit ConsumerCellular.com or call 1-888-FREEDOM. Second and third month of monthly base service fee waived for new customers with the purchase of a phone and activation by July 31st, 2024. Taxes, fees, and third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Episode 10, Drive It Like You Own It. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Hey guys, welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Jill. And we are really excited to be talking about some stuff that we have very little clue about today. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I stand before you today to tell you something I know nothing about. And we thought that we would be the best people to share it with you. (laughs) Consider us the experts. Yeah. uh, But first, uh, we'd like to incorporate some sponsors into our podcast. Even though we're not big enough to have legitimate sponsors, we want to show we want to show actual people uh, and companies with money how we would showcase them on this podcast. So, before we can incorporate people with real money, let's bring you today's podcast sponsor. I don't know <laughs> today's episode brought to you by budgeting. The thing you have to do. Do you always find your money missing at the end of the month? You should try budgeting. Tell your money where to go and then you'll have more of it. Yes, that was really good. Thank you. Uh, Tell your friends. And also (laughs) sponsored by podcastcrafter.com this one actually is a legit a website place, that yeah. you should check out podcastcrafter.com this is the group that produces our podcasts and can help you or your business get your own podcast off the ground if that's what you're into they have some great packages for whatever stage you're in whether you want to start up something in your basement or you've got a legit company that really wants to showcase what your business does uh the podcast crafter can meet you at any level you want to be entering into and can help you with sound quality and mixing and even create you a custom soundtrack. So check them out, podcastcrafter.com. But they will not give you pretty pop filters like they gave us. <laughs> you got to buy those yourself. Yeah, They'll give yeah. you the link, the link to Amazon and you yeah. can buy them yourself. Uh, but you'll have to buy your own pink and blue pop filters. I love our pop filters. I <laughs> pop, pop, pop. Yeah, and it's nothing and it's it's look at that it doesn't uh kill your ears so no, that's great. the magic of a pop filter yeah. <laughs> um wasn't that sound Jill, quality 
Jill, how are you doing this week? Now that you're, uh, you're just living life unemployed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I told you I graduated from school and that was great. And I tried to ride that one out as long as possible, but now I'm just basically unemployed. So, <laughs> um, we could use some more sponsors for this podcast. <laughs> once, so, once you know, we can money. monetize this thing, oh. but yeah, I'm doing good. I'm living the life. Every day is the weekend. Yeah. Just live it up for as long as possible because know that everybody on the other side is living vicariously through you. Like, well, yeah. I don't know if you want this though. The stress of being unemployed is, yeah, it's a real thing. I'm, I'm going to take advantage of it though as much as I can. You and you, Jen, just got back from Bali. I've missed you. We missed oh, a week without podcasting together and I feel lost, but... uh Give us a snapshot of how Bali was. I just had to start talking to random people on the street about frugality. Uh, (laughs) It was like I was on the mission field and I was like preaching the gospel of frugality and everybody walked away. Yeah, (laughs) everybody. So, um, no, it was fun. We did a lot of cool things. Like we went to the beach. We saw some temples and watched surfers. We went mountain biking and I only fell off once <laughs> and drew blood once. Oh my God. <laughs> and oh, uh, again, I'm, I am laughing, but <laughs> I don't, yeah, <laughs> not and, necessarily at you, but yeah. Um, and I only got sick twice. So <laughs> oh, it was a fun filled eight days uh, until the end. But, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm happy to be home and uh it's definitely gotten me thinking about how people put traveling on a pedestal and mm. I was really excited to get home and I realized like I've built a life that I don't need to escape from and wow. Yeah, that's just a good feeling to know that I can come home and uh I like my job. I yeah. not running away from any like financial worries so like coming home like we don't have any debt from this vacation so it was just good to amazing yeah good for you guys that like eric always says the same thing too like when we go on vacation i'm like i don't want to go back and he's always like i like my life i want to go home and i'm like okay what does that say about me like i just want a perpetual vacation and eric's like no i'm happy to go home i know well good for you but i like the beach and the sunshine yeah it's uh i mean if you're talking about florida yeah you like should not have wanted to go home you should have just stayed here (laughs) i know i'll agree but if you're going to like international countries uh that smell like uh incense all the time (laughs) uh then it's okay to want to come home yeah yeah they're they're aromas you're not accustomed to yeah yeah, I like the fresh air of America. I've never been so proud to be an American than when we got oh, no. into LAX and I could just go through like the expedited uh, like passport, like uh, customs thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm like in my head singing like, I'm proud to be an American <laughs> where I can, I can get through customs fast. I can't. Yeah, that is true. I can attest to that. I mean, I enjoy traveling and I enjoy the aromas of, of other countries. But I will say there's nothing like coming back from a country where you have to throw away your toilet paper in the trash 
napkin next to you instead of the toilet and coming on to American soil and just being like, see you later, toilet paper. Like, (laughs) I don't have to smell you in the trash can right next to me. (laughs) See you later, toilet paper. (laughs) Yeah. On that note, let's talk about cars, (laughs) which is something uh, that I don't want to smell anymore. Uh, really thankful for these, um, emissions regulations we have over here. (laughs) I like the Uh, smell of exhaust, (laughs) but but yes, that's worrying. (laughs) But let's, let's get into cars. Yeah. So I always get so infuriated when I am driving down the road and I see young people with better cars than me because... I know that 90% of them did not pay cash for that car and yeah. can technically not afford it. And I know that I'm judgmental. I work out my own issues on that one. Thank you very much. But <laughs> does like, it actually make you angry? Like you wish that you were driving a nicer car? No, I don't get angry for me. I get angry <laughs> for them because they are wasting so much money Aww. in this thing that's just going like down in value and they don't care about it. They just think I have a job, so I deserve a nice car or I don't want to get stuck on the side of the road. So I need a brand new car and like all right. these warped like it's not even young people. It's our parents, like an older, you know, people too. It's this warped view on what we quote unquote need to get us from point A to point B. Right. And like, it just, it, it pops up in so many people in so many ways. Like I had an ex-boyfriend who said like, if I buy a new car and I just keep it forever, then I'm not really losing out on any money like, or depreciation. And I'm like, but what's forever? Like you're right. going to you're not going to keep that car till you die or until it dies. Like no matter how novel the idea is, uh you're just not going to. And so we we really wanted to make this episode not just about like saving you a couple thousand dollars at a car lot or saving some money on insurance. Cuz frugality isn't just about saving money. It's about making fully informed purchases. And so Mm -hmm. we wanted to go through and just try and like shed some light on the mindset behind uh, paying for all of the aspects of car ownership. Right. Yeah. Good thing you broke up with that guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's we'll go with that one. (laughs) But I think the mentality that you're talking about, too, is also very rampant in suburbia. I think when people live in large cities, you don't run into this as much. Like there's a value for bikes and scooters and motorcycles and public transportation and all of that. And there's not, you know, it's just what's going to get me there. And Mm -hmm. I think in suburban living, it's a bit more there is a necessity to some degree of car ownership when you don't have public transportation available to you. But then it's taken a step further with kind of this mindset of keeping up with the Joneses or, yeah, like you said, the expectation of what you need, uh, you know, too much emphasis on, um, 
you know, the wear and tear on your vehicle and highway mileage and all of that. I mean, and to, I'm not, I'm not throwing that out the window, but I think to some degree that's used as an excuse to buy this like crazy expensive car that you can't afford. Um, almost like how people use that with houses, like, oh, mm-hmm. get this house because then we can entertain more. We can entertain. We can use this room to entertain more. We'll have yeah. people over. It's like, and then they buy the house. They do the thing that they wanted to do from the start. And like, they are never entertaining. No one's yeah. ever at their house because now they have a nice big house that they've got to keep up with and they don't want to be cleaning those massive rooms mm-hmm. after entertaining. <laughs> That's so true. Um, yeah. So... Let's get into what the internet has to say. Let's do it. And uh, our first, uh, I almost said episode, our first article is from Money Under 30. It's by Kevin Mercadante. It's the true cost of owning a car. And it's really a review of a AAA um, like report. Have you, are you familiar with AAA, Jill? I am, not extensively, but... I know the perks they can provide. Yeah. So I've had AAA since I could drive. My mom got it for me, Mm. you know, when I turned 16. And it's actually been really helpful. That is something that I pay for now in my adult life. Uh, It's just, it's it's nice to have in case you like run out of gas or uh, get a flat tire, which is actually my MO. I get flat tires a lot for some reason. (laughs) Nice. Uh, so yeah, I I like I like them. Yeah. But he goes through the six major costs of owning a car. And so two of these are out of the six, two are you can't really do anything about. Two you can do a little bit about. And then two are completely unnecessary. Like you can completely avoid them. Mm-hmm. So uh we'll go through all six. I know we don't normally do that, uh, but we'll, the other one is pretty short. So yeah, we'll I think really, it's worth it. And it's yeah. only six. So yeah, we'll dive Hang into in this there. one. Yeah, buckle up. Especially <laughs> yes, if you're listening actually. to this in a car. Yeah. <laughs> it's the law. Yes. <laughs> Unless you're in <laughs> New Hampshire and they got weird laws about driving. You do whatever okay. you want there. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. All right. So, uh, the first, I'm going to go out of order from what is on the actual list, and but I'll start with fuel because that is you have very little control over what you pay for fuel. Like, yeah. you can go drive around looking for fuel that's like two cents cheaper, but like, stop. It's not that important. It's fine, right? I and mean, what you're actually saving is maybe ten cents by the end of it. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Um, the next one is licensing, registration, taxes, all that. Uh, you got to do that. You can't really cut costs there. Yeah. Unless you know any other secrets, Jill. No, I mean, they mentioned it depends on what state you're in and that kind of a thing, but no, no secrets there. Sorry. Mm -hmm. All right. Moving on. We're going through this quite fast. Yeah. Insurance. So... You know, unless you live in New Hampshire, God bless them, you got to pay it. (laughs) You cannot drive without insurance. You (laughs) just cannot. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. They'll get you. They'll want to throw you in prison if you don't. We got got pulled over without... We didn't have our 
insurance updated or we had recently bought the car and it wasn't listed yet, but we had insurance, but man, they wanted to penalize us. Ugh. So yeah, definitely. You could. Yeah. <laughs> and like insurance bail is expensive. So just yeah, pay your insurance. They take that seriously. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. Maintenance and tires. So this is where we start getting into the debates around whether you should buy a newer car and spend more so that you have less maintenance uh, or buy an older car and just eat the cost for more maintenance. And so just like with frugality, there's definitely a law of diminishing returns here. There's like a I think it's called a bell graph um, where, yes, you can buy brand new and you experience all those costs and like no maintenance to you can buy like a totally crappy car that breaks down on you every other day, in which case you should have just the maintenance costs will be enough to where you should have just bought a newer car. Mm -hmm. And so people live on those two extremes. They only talk <laughs> about those two different cars. <laughs> yeah. And rarely do they talk about cars in the middle. Mm, the <laughs> radical middle. The, ra <laughs> the radical middle, guys. Yeah. It exists. So uh, this article says, um, per the AAA report, maintenance is uh, about $766 a year and tires are 147 which obviously you're not going to pay that every year. You're going to pay money like a few times over the course of its life and it's going to be, you know, higher or lower. It'll average. Yeah. Um, so, and your maintenance is going to be higher the older your car is, but you get into older cars and then you get into lower insurance. So that's why these two middle ones are kind mm -hmm. of interchangeable um, because pretty much the amount that you're paying an extra maintenance, you can save an in insurance and vice versa. Um, if we're staying in the radical middle. Yes. <laughs> what do yeah. you think, Jill? I, I agree. And this is how we choose to purchase our cars and our car ownership. Um, yeah, you're not you're not going to spend as much on insurance on, you know, a used car. And then but if it's a good quality used car, if you've done your research, then the maintenance should not be extreme. But you do have to plan for it. Like you've got to know when you're going to be coming up on new tires and put put aside some money for that. Um, and be factoring in these like standard maintenance things that that you mm -hmm. know you're going to have to do. Put them in your budget. This yeah. episode brought to you by, by budgeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just got to put, make a sinking fund or something, whether it's for a new, like a newer car purchase down the road or for car maintenance. You should always have a car sinking fund uh, mm -hmm. just for those two reasons, because mm -hmm. you have to assume that you're going to have to buy another car at some point. Yeah. So just start saving for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those necessary evils. It's, mm -hmm. you know, you, 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 if you're an average person, you need to get places you need to get from point A to point B. And it's, it's a necessary expense, but there mm -hmm. are 
frugal ways that you can approach this. There are uh, yeah, ways that you can be looking at this that you don't have to throw all your money away and you can make wise and informed decisions. And I think that's that's the basics of what we're talking about here is how are we approaching car buying, car maintenance, and, and how can we do it better and more frugally? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these last two is where we're going to spend the bulk of our time on this one. Let's do um, it. Yeah. Uh, the first one is uh, finance charges. And, or should I say the fifth one is finance charges. And the article states that an average expense is about $669 per year, assuming Oof. you buy. Yeah. And that's just in finance charges. That goes yeah. to the bank. Uh, yeah. And that assumes you bought the car with 10% down on a, uh, with a five-year loan with average credit. Wow. Um, and that will, that amount will vary um, based on, you know, your credit, your loan and your down payment. Um, and obviously your car payment, um, the amount your car cost. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Now that I have kids, I'm hyper aware of the information I put online. But unfortunately, there's only so much I can do. Our personal information is everywhere on the internet, and I don't have time to monitor and take it off every website. That's why I personally use Delete Me. Delete.me is a service that finds and removes any personal information from hundreds of data broker websites and makes sure it stays off. Delete.me isn't just a one-time service. It's always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you don't want on the internet. I signed up, completed a questionnaire, and they took it from there, submitting opt-out requests to data broker sites and keeping my personal info private. To take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. Now, at a special discount for our listeners, today get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash frugal and use promo code frugal at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash frugal and enter code frugal at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash frugal code frugal. But so like I am, I'm reminded of um, a few weeks ago, I guess like a month ago now, we were helping a friend move and her mom had gotten a new car, like a brand new car. Mm. And her car was, I think, maybe like a 2007. And so it was just becoming, it was 10 years old yeah. and she's a single woman. And she's like, I didn't want to end up 
stranded on the side of the road. Like at night, I'm a, you know, an older single woman. I just wanted to be safe. So she gets a 2018 uh, sedan. And Mm -hmm. it was, and she was like saying, telling me how she was like proud of the fact that she didn't have a car payment for a while. And I was like, (laughs) you, there's no need you need it. There's no reason you needed one now. (laughs) The, The cars like that are in that range, like five to 10 years old, that's that happy that's the top of the bell curve, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Like having a car, um, even like fifteen, like five to fifteen years old, I think, uh, is is a sweet, safe spot because mm-hmm. you can buy it in cash at that time. And and this goes, and I'll just bring in the sixth one is depreciation. They kind of go hand in hand. The newer you buy your car, the more depreciation you eat. Um, and by the time the car is around five years old, all, all that depreciation pretty much just goes out the window. Uh, you can usually sell your car for what you've bought it for. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're purchasing like a five-year-old car, it then plateaus. Uh, Yeah. So like in that Mm -hmm. five to 15 year range, obviously outside of that range is, is another story. Right. But so like, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted by like the notion that when did we start thinking cars become unsafe when they become 10 years old? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I wonder where that comes from. If it, if there is, if there's experience with an unreliable car and so there's that, that fear of it, or Mm -hmm. if it really is just justification for, Mm -hmm. I just actually really want a new car and this is going to be my justification because no one can argue with safety. Who's going to argue with me, you know, saying that as a woman, I don't want to be stranded on the side of the road at midnight. You can't Mm -hmm. say anything to that. (laughs) No. And you really can't, but it's, that's actually one of the reasons that I still have AAA because Mm -hmm. you can call them and say, you know, I'm a single woman on the side of the road and they're out there like in a snap. Right. Uh, So, (laughs) <laughs> wait because you're a single woman on the side of the road or because you pay for her service from because, them which, well, you what's can, the ticket here <laughs> when you call them they the first question they ask you is are you in a safe location and if you say uh-huh. no then they come out faster right okay so yeah and who's yeah. to say that and that a new car is gonna be that reliable like things can still break there's there's still no guarantee so for me i don't totally understand that i'm not you Mm -hmm. know like that's fine if that's what people want to say it just i don't i don't get it yeah like i went to test drive a new car because sometimes travis and i will do that because it's fun to you know it's fun to test drive new cars they're nice and shiny and they smell good yeah and they do smell so oh they smell so great so we go we test drive new cars sometimes (laughs) and we went to one dealership and i will not uh name this name but it was not toyota and i got off (laughs) a lot and the car would not go over 20 miles per hour jill it just i was flooring the gas pedal and this car had 18 miles on it 
this brand new oh, car. My goodness. And it wouldn't go over 20 miles per hour. And the the guy sitting next to me, he's like, you could floor it. And I'm like, I am. I am. <laughs> so we had to take it back to the lot. Um, oh, that's embarrassing like, for him. Right. Oh, uh, man. He called weeks later. He's like, how'd your new car uh, shopping, you know, journey go. And I'm like, we're fine. Yeah. You can, you can definitely never call us again. I can floor my 1998 <laughs> yeah. all day, every day. I was like, my 2010 Corolla goes way faster than your SUV. So I'm fine here. Yeah. Oh man. So that's just like a fun date night for you and Travis. <laughs> like, Go yeah. test drive cars. Yeah, because I actually love uh, cars. Like mm. I love SUVs and it is my dream to own one one day, uh, but I want to pay cash for it. Yeah. And there are just other things that we want to do right now that, you know, are more important than having a car. But I have, I very frequently look at cars and I'm always researching kind of what's the best used car, planning on when, what I'm going to buy, when I'm going to buy it. Um, so like I am a car lover and so it's not that I think shiny cars and like having something enjoyable to drive is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, you know, I hated, I hated my car for a minute and then we got it painted. Um, there was a special, so we got it completely repainted and, I love my car again because it's, wow. it's pretty and shiny and yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I guess that's all I needed. So yeah. Nice. There are alternatives to buying the brand new cars or even like, I mean, we're not mentioning leasing cars because everyone should already know leasing is the worst financial move that you can make mm. uh, with cars. Yeah. But there are alternatives to uh, you know, a $20,000 car that you have to take out a loan for. Like the best way to buy a car is something that's five to 10 years old that you can pay cash for. And yeah. if you can pay cash for something that's three years old, do it. Mm -hmm. Like you've earned it. You mm -hmm. deserve it. Yep. And do your research. And if you're mm -hmm. buying directly from the seller, you know, if you're doing a used car purchase through something like Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or something like that, take it to your mechanic um, and have them mm -hmm. take, that's what we've done um, is we'll, we'll drive the car, you know, Hey, can we take it for a test drive? And we will test drive it to our mechanic mm -hmm. um, and exactly. have him do a little checkup on it and just see, you know, okay, can you foresee it needing anything soon? This and that, cause they're going to be honest with you about it. I mean, if you trust your mechanic, that's another story, but mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, and you can feel a little bit more confident about making that purchase. So I would agree. We've bought all of our cars with cash and no regrets. Yeah. Uh, I bought my last car, my car that I have now, um, I bought it with a loan because I was, it was, I was in crisis and I didn't have any savings. And I, to this day, regret the horrible deal I got on it. Uh. And so I think a lot of this comes from like these strong opinions come from like my own personal experience and realizing years later the horrible deal I got mm. and I could have gotten the same or similar 
uh, for half the price if I had just like, if I had shopped, you know, like Craigslist or Facebook marketplace, Mm. taken it to a mechanic, uh, and paid in cash. Like I could have saved thousands and thousands of dollars. And that's where like one of those things, like getting the most bang for your buck, like you're only going to get so much off if you are getting a car from a dealership that you have to finance. But if you're paying cash for something, you're going to get a great deal. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, Jill, what kind of car do you drive? I have a Lexus RX 300, which, so that's a small SUV. And, you know, people think, oh my word, you guys must have like Mm -hmm. so much money. But it's a (laughs) 2001 Mm -hmm. and we bought it used from uh, a wealthy man in in our area. And we checked it out a couple of times. We took it to our mechanic to have it checked out. He gave it the A-OK. And really it's also knowing what to look for and what's going to give you longevity long-term. So it, it is, um, so Lexus is, is owned by Toyota. And so a lot of people are like, but then the parts and the maintenance are going to be a lot. But with this specific vehicle, um, it has Toyota parts, not necessarily Lexus parts. I'm probably butchering Mm -hmm. that. But all that to say is that the parts are not expensive. We don't have to go to a Lexus dealership to have maintenance done on it. And so part of that comes with research and figuring out what it is that that you're purchasing and how long is it going to last you? And Lexuses will go for hundreds of thousands of Mm -hmm. miles. Like we're at, I think like 180,000 miles and my dad has a Lexus as well. And his is at 400,000 miles. Like it just will keep going if you take care of it. So yeah. um, Yeah. I mean, people are like, Oh my word, you, you, you guys must be killing it. And really, no, (laughs) we bought a 2001 use. It just looks like a luxury car, but we paid cash and we paid, you know, we paid what we would pay for, for a used, you know, Toyota Corolla. Like it was, it -hmm. was the exact same, you know, amount as far as costs go. And I've been just thrilled with it. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's been I such a good car. Lexus. That is what I would like to get one day. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, that goes to show like you don't need to stick with the, you know, the Toyotas and the Hondas. If you have like more luxurious tastes, you just, you go older, but honestly, like those cars have been made so well for so long that Mm -hmm. like I was looking at a 2008 Lexus and I could have sworn it was a 2018. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, they just made them really nice. But a a lot of people don't think to do that. Like they Mm -hmm. don't think to explore luxury car, use luxury cars when the reality is that they've been well taken care of. Like, I mean, the poor Mm -hmm. thing, I'm like, well, good thing you don't have a personality or soul to know that like, we are going to take not as good a care of you as you had before. (laughs) It's like garage kept, only went to the Lexus dealership, had like all of the necessary maintenance done on it. And then we'd bring it home and we're like parking it on the road (laughs) and not taking it to the Lexus dealer to have it fixed. But yeah. But yeah, and I think the same. So Lexus is owned by Toyota, and I think Acura is owned by Honda, and I think it's a mm-hmm. similar setup. Yep. Um, so yeah, keep those in mind if you are having a hard time wrapping your head around um like a 10-year-old car. Yeah. It's uh 
definitely worth looking into. Right. And yeah, they're a little more expensive than a Corolla, but... Right. I mean, but keep but, in mind too that you'll have private sellers who will be selling their 2013 used luxury vehicle or 2015. Mm-hmm. Like there are people who who are just cycling through cars and you can take advantage of yeah. their lack of frugality. <laughs> because it, you get more by yeah. private selling and people yeah. know that and that's why they will private sell instead of trade in. Yep. So it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with the car. It means the person selling it wants more money. Yeah. But, and again, you can only get these like really good deals if you're paying with cash. Mm-hmm. And so... And I think that's one of the problems in like our generation is that we are are so focused on like our student loans and p- trying to buy a house and all this other stuff that we either forget to save for a car and the time comes that we need one and we're in crisis yeah, or the bug just hits and you're like, man, I think it's time to upgrade my car. I mean, I'm, you know, 27 years old and I deserve it. Mm-hmm. But if you can't pay cash for it, then you don't deserve it. <laughs> that's bold. I know. And that's... You're telling maxim- people they don't deserve something. I don't I know, know, Jen. <laughs> I am... I'm firm in my word. Just in this one. Yeah, I, have, I you know, know, I know. And this is, I will probably get, who knows, some pushback or maybe silent pushback. Who knows? Because I do, I will say, I just view car ownership a lot differently than pe- others who I've encountered. Like for me, mm-hmm. I don't care. I, I really, I honestly wasn't looking for a luxury vehicle. It just happened to be the best price for a small SUV. I needed four wheel drive at the time. Like I had to be able to get to my work wh- no matter what kind of snow or ice we were encountering. So that was the big thing for me. So I didn't care. I mean, before that, I mean, I, I've driven a Daewoo, which they're not even in business anymore. And at one point they had like a buy one, get one free vehicle. Like you could buy one car, get one car free. That was Daewoo. So I drove one of those. I drove a Geo Prism, like, which actually was an incredibly reliable car. And I loved it. But like, I would constantly be getting pulled over by the cops because it just looked like, I don't know. I guess I I guess I looked like I was Suspicious. up to no good <laughs> in that geo prism with some tinted <laughs> windows from the previous owner. That was, yeah, that we bought in a sketchy part of Philly. But yeah, so I I'm not one who cares. I am a point A to point B. I don't care what it looks like. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. like I don't love that smell. I'm just not one of those people who's gonna tie myself to a car loan. So there's part of me that just, I don't get it. So, Mm -hmm. so I can really, you know, talk very fervently about like, here's how you do things. But I, but I know that there are other people out there who are like, this is important to me. This is where I want to put my money. Mm -hmm. I want it to be nice. I want it to, you know, I, I have a long commute and, and I want the status of it. Who knows? Like there are people who they really do value that. And I think, my word to them would be still still be frugal, like still do your research, still get the best possible deal on it. And and look, if you do want a luxury vehicle, yeah, look into those um, 
private parties if you can. Um, yeah. I feel like it just, uh, I can be really bold because I'm talking to myself uh-huh. and it's, it's been like every couple years I try, I try to buy a newer car <laughs> <laughs> and, and like my last car I did, I did not pay cash for, I took out a loan and it's because I was unprepared. And so I don't look down on anyone for taking out a loan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, but it's not the only way. Right. And like, that is what I think we're trying to get the point across to more people is that like cars are always temporary. Mm-hmm. And if you buy like Travis cycles through cars every year, he has a new car every year, right. but he pays, he buys really old used cars yep. and basically sells them for what he pays for them if not for more than what he paid yeah (laughs) yeah and so when you do that uh you can you can buy these cars and save up a little more money Mm -hmm. sell the car for what you paid for it and then move up yeah and just keep cycling through that sure you don't have to jump right into 2017 2018 right cars. Yeah. In that case, it's okay to not own your car for forever. So if you buy a car at its low, a reliable car at its lowest Mm -hmm. depreciated value, then it's not going to depreciate much more from there. There are certain vehicles that will hold their value once they reach it. I know, Mm -hmm. you know, some, some versions of trucks are this way. Like they're just not going to dip below that 15, $20,000 mark. Um, I mean, granted everything works in it, so we've done the same thing where we've bought some vehicles, you know, at that, they, they generally do not go below this price point and use that for a couple of years and turn it right back around and sell it for the same thing we bought it for, you know, maybe a couple hundred dollars less, but that's fine. That's worth it to me. It provided a service to me and that's, that's valuable. Um, so there's definitely ways to hack this thing. Um, but I get it if there's people out there who are just like, I want a really nice car (laughs) and I want to pay for it. Yep. Um, so moving on these, these six things you can, you can avoid some, you can't avoid others. Uh, you can definitely avoid finance charges and depreciation. They're just things that you don't have to pay for. It's like, if you're going to buy a new car and you're going to unplug your lamps at the end of the night. Like you're doing it wrong. You're doing frugality wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a good summary. Definitely. Yeah. Like, uh, so yeah, you're saving in the wrong places when the big expense is going to be a vehicle. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's funny. all right. So our next article is yeah. for people that are um, entering into or already have the those um, more mature cars. Uh, such yeah. as Jill the, and I. The elderly vehicles. <laughs> they're, they're mature, Jill. God, yeah. They're golden. Elderly is still a kind golden, it's, yes. Prime of life. <laughs> prime of life, yeah. I don't think anybody thinks elderly is a nice way to say old. It's better than old, don't you think? I don't know. Not much. I, mean, I guess between uh, the two words, but yeah, mature is better than elderly. Okay. All right. We'll take it. Anyways, it's called <laughs> eight easy DIY car repairs to save big. And so 
you know, the maintenance is what people are most scared of when buying a used car. And there are some things that you can save on for general maintenance uh, that will A, keep your car from having big maintenance problems down the road. Mm. Uh, and B, just like save you a couple hundred dollars here and there. And it makes that impact of maintenance that much lighter. And girls, before you get all up in my business and saying, <laughs> I don't have a man to do my car repairs, <laughs> you don't have to do all of them. <laughs> you could do some of them. There is one on this list that even Travis won't do. So, and he's an aircraft mechanic. Wow. Wow. That's a big deal. Yeah. Well, he, okay. Well, we'll get into it and you'll find out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like this article from Wise Bread. And just a side note, we do link all of these articles in our show notes. So if you want to follow up and check out the tips that maybe we haven't mentioned or dive deeper, you can always check out our show notes on our website, frugalfriendspodcast.com. So that's just a little plug there. Plug. <laughs> yeah, I liked this article. I thought it was bold and brings some brings that DIY perspective, that problem solving approach to the table. And and I think encourages me to learn a new skill and like, oh, I could do this. I mean, don't go so far above your capacity that like you yeah. ruin your car, but start small, like try to do your own oil change, try to do some of these different things that are listed and maybe mm -hmm. grow from there. You know, you, yeah. YouTube is a great source for these kinds of things. Yeah. So I'll actually start with do your own oil change. Um, that's the thing that Travis and I don't do anymore because mm -hmm. there are places in town that are just so much cheaper um, or they're essentially the same price, but we don't have to pay for um, the oil disposal. So okay. yeah. Um, but not everybody has, you know, like $15 drive through oil changes like yeah. we do. Yeah. Uh, so definitely doing your own oil uh, can, can easily cut down on like, if you're taking it to the dealership, a why there's definitely cheaper options than that. Yeah. Um, but B, if you don't have, you know, if you're paying off debt, you don't have 30 to $70 in the budget this month, try it out. Yeah. And it serves two purposes because it will grow your confidence. Yeah. <laughs> you can look back and be like, I didn't think I could do it. And I just did that. Mm hmm. Um, and then other stuff on here, change the battery super easy. Mm. I could do that. I mean, it's so easy that sometimes places where you buy batteries like AutoZone will do it for you at yeah. no extra charge. So you may even be able to avoid that one. Uh-huh. Um, one that's not on this list is changing filters like your cabin air filter. Um, oh, I thought I saw that. Is it on here? Replace your air filter. JK. Number seven. Yeah. Well, number seven is another one that I like, <laughs> <laughs> but there are like other filters too. Yeah. 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 Um, that are just as simple as like buying it on Amazon and taking one out and putting the other one in, just making sure you have it going in the right direction. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just easy stuff. Brake pads, um, are another easy one. 
I would be nervous to do those because I'd be nervous to get underneath the car. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's why you have guy friends and husbands, right? (laughs) I mean, like I'm all about women doing these things. I will say it's bold. Um, Mm -hmm. Changing your own brake pads. I don't know. Maybe someday. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, but that sounds I'd love to hear so from cool. the women who do these things for themselves because yeah, that's, it's real BA. Oh my gosh. I would love to be friends with you. Like whoever you are, if you yes. like do these things to your car. Yes. Like we can be friends because you're way cooler than me. And don't you want to be that person who people say that about? Yeah, definitely. Like, don't you want to be that person? Definitely. Do you definitely yeah. want to be that person who's like, I just changed my brake pads on my car. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I you mean, if be... you are looking for a man, that's oh, yeah. definitely one way. Yeah. I don't know though. That could be like, I don't know. Is that an emasculating no. thing? Would they be like, oh no, she knows how to do no, so only, much. It, only if they can't do it. But if they can, <laughs> yeah. they will be single for two Which, seconds and then they'll yeah. not be anymore. If you are looking for a man, you definitely want a capable one. So yeah. make sure so that she also that. knows how to do things. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So... Definitely <laughs> check out these eight. I mean, you can find lists with way more than these on there, but um, I think that yeah, just start out with these really easy ones. I also found a YouTube channel mm. um, with simple car maintenance. This guy has a this guy has a lot of energy. His name's Scotty Kilmer. He's a lot of energy. <laughs> yes. And if you can I handle him, you could probably. <laughs> fix a lot of things on your car <laughs> i love it when you're when you're watching tutorials and, and it's like a two for one where yeah. you also are entertained and then you learn something i don't know if i was entertained as much as i was intimidated <laughs> well, but i was like but i get it so i'm gonna share share your channel it's awesome uh, yeah i would also make a plug on this one for even doing some trades and some bartering with people yeah. we did that recently with a friend he actually like changed out our brakes on our car and then eric fixed his amplifier like for music oh, cool. i think he fixed it i gotta check with him <laughs> hopefully it's fixed <laughs> whoops <laughs> Yeah, so we kind of traded. I mean, we still paid for the materials that, you know, we actually paid for the breaks that we were going to need, but then Mm -hmm. traded that labor cost, which made it so much more inexpensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, do some of your own car maintenance and leave the rest for the professionals. Just have a sinking fund for it. It's over the long run it's not going to be as much as all of the finance charges and depreciation that you would pay getting a new car point blank. Agreed. Yeah. So like, let's lighten this up. Let's do it. It's yeah. You know what it's time for? Oh yeah. time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. 
Maybe your car died, and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hey, frugal friends. This is Hannah from Souderton. And this bill goes out to my friend Jill. Um, the definition of bill by William, or no, Merriam-Webster. <laughs> the biology of the term bill is the jaws of a bird together with their horny covering. A duck bill. It's just for you, Jill. I hope it makes you laugh. Bye. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. If you want to submit your bill of the week, visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill and call our Google voicemail. We would love to hear all of your favorite bills so that we can have some more favorites. <laughs> Keep this segment going. Nobody wants to see it <laughs> <Yeah>. die. Nobody. <laughs> Please don't let it die. We're a young podcast. <laughs> We have so much more to offer. I mean, we've had so many good bills of the week so far, too, that it's like, oh, I I feel like we've only just scraped the tip of that iceberg. Yeah. And we're so vague. I mean, you could really do anything. There's no rules, I know. as you've seen. And, and despite all the examples given, my mom still doesn't understand it. That's great. Like, That's good. Sweetie, I still don't understand the bill of the week. And I tell her every single time you are exactly where I want you to be. God bless her. God bless her. How do I get my partner on board with our finances? It's a top question we get from listeners. And we've realized it's a game changer when there are tools that allow you to work together better, like Monarch. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple design makes it so easy to set up and manage your household finances. Plus, they have built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. After trying out Monarch myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal for your extended 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to ensuring your company has top-notch security practices, things can get complicated fast. Vanta automates compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, and more, saving you time and money. With Vanta, you can streamline security reviews by automating questionnaires and demonstrating your security posture with a customer-facing trust center. Over 7,000 global companies like Atlassian, Flow Health, and Quora use Vanta to build trust and prove security in real time. Listeners can claim a special offer of $1,000 off Vanta at vanta.com special. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash special for $1,000 off Vanta. All right, let's wrap this up. Uh, I uh, just want to add one thing to the show notes that I want to tell you guys about, and it's another article from Money Under 30. Not going to go through it, um, but it's a rundown of like what people think that you should pay for a car or like how much car you can afford. And like, essentially the amount of car you can afford is the amount of car, you know, that you have cash for. Um, but a lot of people will say 10 to 35% of your annual income, 
So mm. like um, the high end of that, you know, for me would be something like, I don't know, 16,000, which seemed very reasonable, but like, I don't have that um, in cash to pay for a car. Right. So like, I wouldn't, you know, that wouldn't be right for me, but like the frugal end is like 10%. Yep. Um, so you can catch that article and see where you fall. Um, and, uh, and yeah, get, get a better idea of like what you should be saving per month in Mm. your sinking fund and be planning ahead. Wow. Future thinking that's, that's an important frugal tip. Yeah. Anything from you, Jill? Oh, I'm just going to keep plugging that buying used and paying cash. Let it get you from point mm. A to point B. Then take it a step further and maybe even start flipping cars. There can be some Ooh. money. If, if you get good at doing your own maintenance Ooh, girl. on things, yeah, why not? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Ooh. Ooh, girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Uh, you never know how far people want to uh, take this. Although you can't, you can't buy and sell too many without like a dealership license. So be careful. Oh. You might get yourself in trouble. Yikes. But I think, I think up to like five or six a year you could do. Yeah. Oh, well, I want to end this one, uh, with one of my favorite songs. Ooh. And this is my favorite song in the world. <laughs> Can't wait. Man, somebody messaged me on Instagram saying they don't listen to my music because I don't drive a brand new fancy car like a real rapper. Man, I'm trying to be smart with my money. And actually, I'm in love with my car. Plus, I ain't got no car no Did you hear that? I did. He oh loves his 98 Honda. I support that. That is D1. And that is his song, No Car Note. Uh, we'll put the video up in the show notes. But <laughs> he's... And I'll also... I'll put the picture that I took with him last year. Oh, no way. Yes, I did. So you basically he- have his direct permission to just be, you know, absolutely playing... His music. Yeah, basically. In support of our podcast. He's the best. He's the best. That's amazing. All right, y'all. This has been a really good episode. Got real fired up. (laughs) And I'm really, really thankful for you guys. Jill, you got anything else? Oh, I'm just thrilled to be hanging out with some friends, talking about cars, talking about something I I know very little about, but we made it work. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, If you like the message we're spreading, you can support us by leaving a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, rather, um, and hitting the subscribe button to get new episodes every Frugal Friends Friday. And join our Facebook group at frugalfriendspodcast.com slash group for more discussion on today's episode and tips from the community. All right. I'll see you next week. Yeah. Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Siriani.
Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. 